Oh, okay, so it just started. Alright, so... Okay, I'm here with um, Miss Daisy today, and I'm just gonna get her opinion on some things. So, uh, Daisy's in love with crime stuff, just like me, because <laughs> we're weird like that or whatever. So, I Daisy... I'm on a higher level of weird than have you. you. <laughs> have you ever it. heard of the show called Defending Jacob? Uh, is it? No. Okay, well... Have Here's you heard the of the crimes of Gabriel Hernandez? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not the same thing, but anyways. It's not, but it's close. If in Defending Jacob, the crime technically got solved, but... There were still, like, loopholes there's, there's empty spaces that that's, were filled. Those are the best crimes. <laughs> so, basically, this boy was murdered in the woods. Mm-hmm. They found Jacob's fingerprint on the back of the boy's shirt tag, and... Mm they found that Jacob had a knife that matched the lacerations on the boy's body. Mm. So Jacob goes to court. They find out that he's on some weird, like, nasty site where they write, like, nasty stories, and he had wrote basically that exact story with words that someone had heard the boy say in the park. Like, they heard him shout those words, but they didn't think anything of it. I don't know about so, like that, but then, like, there's another thing, though, is, like, somebody could have copied it. Did they do it after, did he write it after the boy died? Um, yeah, they, okay. when that was written, nothing that was said in that hadn't been already on the news. Mm. And so his father's a lawyer, and his mother's not. And so his father is, like, no, he was just writing about it. Is it awful that he wrote about it? Yes, but that doesn't mean that he did it. And the mom's like, he's confessing. And to call it anything else is just lawyer bull. Mm-hmm. So then, after a little while, there's this car that's been following them. Following his wife, following him. And That's really creepy. <laughs> and this, keep in mind, this boy's like maybe 11. 11? No. He's in like middle school, I think. I don't know. Okay, I was going to say 11. Well, they're, he's young. We'll say that after. <laughs> so, um... Is this? Oh, it still records when it locks. Okay. So. Oh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So this guy's been following them, and one day, Andy, which is the dad, gets really fed up and goes up and talks to this guy. And eventually they find out that Andy's dad killed a girl and raped her. Ooh, and he's been in jail. Me of that one show. He's been in jail, and his wife and son didn't know about this recently, and so they had to get Jacob tested for the murder gene and all that. But this guy had been sent by his dad to protect him, and the boy that died's dad went after Jacob, and the, that guy protected Jacob. Wait, so the kid who the kid they that said was murdered, was the murder? they think Jacob killed him. And the fa- they, like, let him out of the court easy, and mm-hmm. the father went up and uh, tried to attack Jacob, but that security guy that Andy's dad hired helped. Mm-hmm. Then this other pedophile had been stalking this boy, but he told the police that he didn't know anything about him, the one that died. He was stalking the kid that died? Yes. And he so he went through his phone, deleted all the pictures, and the police never found them. But... They had suspicions, and because this was previously Andy's case that he had to get taken off for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. he knew about him. So he was digging into that guy because he didn't want his son to be guilty and didn't think that his son was. So um, they find this guy 
had hung himself in his apartment, the pedophile. Okay. And he had written a letter confessing. They confirmed it was his handwriting and everything. So that's the end of the case, right? But you also have to think that like, someone could have like forced him to do that. That's the thing. There, Andy had big suspicions to believe and pretty much proof that the guy that was protecting Jacob had gone and held the gun to that guy's head, made him write the letter, and then made him hang himself. Which then Andy visits his father in jail and talks to him. And his father basically just says, I don't know what you're talking about. Andy doesn't believe him and tells him to stop lying. Mm -hmm. And the father goes, you really want your son to end up in a place like this. But the case was closed. Jacob wasn't guilty. And then... Um, side fact, which doesn't really have anything to do with the murder. <laughs> it, the mom still believed that Jacob did it. And I mean, so that was very she took him to get a haircut and started speeding, crashed him into a bridge, put Jacob in a coma, and made her lose her memory of what happened. Like, Bro. of the crash. <laughs> there so so many she, ways. she wakes up thinking that she did the crash on purpose. Like, what if I did it on purpose? What if I wanted to hurt him? And Andy's like, you didn't. Because Andy didn't know. But, yeah, and in that car, Jacob even goes, okay, I did it. And the mom's like, you did it? And he goes, whatever you need to hear to stop the car. So. So, that's, I mean, she got him to confess. But there's so many different ways that she could have done it to, to like, get him to confess. Yeah, and even after he did confess, the thing is, is he made it sound like he confessed out of fear of losing his life and just wanting to make his mom stop but after he had confessed he just goes so if that's what you need to hear then that's okay but the mom didn't stop she still crashed the car and I think it's probably because she thought like hey well he's a murderer might as well go out with the bang <laughs> anyways I wouldn't but yeah so what's your side on the story what do you think happened like who do you think actually killed him Okay, so, like oh, I said, also. I think that the dad of, like, the son hired the bodyguard to make him seem innocent. Andy's dad, which yeah. is Jacob's father, so it would be Jacob's grandfather. Yeah, whoever it was hired the bodyguard mm-hmm. to, like, go threaten the guy and be like, if you don't write this down, a written confession... There's also no proof that he didn't do it, though. So he could have just found out that he did it and made him confess when he actually did do it, or Mm -hmm. he could just be trying to cover Jacob's tracks. Yeah. I really think that's what happened. And Jacob, I really think in the car, the mom was probably trying to force him to tell her. She's like, I'm not going to stop the guard unless you tell the truth. Yeah, wouldn't that drive you crazy? Like, your son. And she originally her and andy were like there's no way he could have done this mm-hmm. but then after that cut up room writing that he did basically explaining mm-hmm. exactly what happened but you also have to think like he might have witnessed it too and like wrote about it true but here's there's the a thing website he could have wrote it on. jacob later admitted that he found the kid's body and left it there because he didn't want anyone to think that he did it I can understand that part. And they're like, like, so why was your fingerprint on his tag? And he goes, because I lifted him by his collar to see if he was alive. And they go, well, did you get on your knees or anything? And he goes, yeah, I think I knelt down. And they go, well, the ground was wet and your clothes were completely clean. So then he goes, oh, well, maybe I just stood up and bent over. Yeah, well, how would you know that, though? Like, you can't just change up your story. But you don't think about that, you know? That's why I think, like, Jacob was the guy who did it and then the other guy like forced him you know forced the pedophile <laughs> yeah 
turn it it's unsolved and i want it to be solved and i don't know if it's based off of a real story or anything but if it's not based off of a real story i need to find that uh, writer and figure out what's going on have you um watched the show on netflix the cedic hotel no critic well that hotel's had a lot of murderer murders like suicides like in it's by called skid row in la which is where a lot of homeless people drug dealers that's the spot and so a lot of people like live at the hotel because it's cheaper to live in than a house and you could legit be living next to a murderer and you would never know it know it so this girl she's from canada she's Chinese she has mental issues mm-hmm. and like disorder and depression she has what's it called bipolar disorder and depression well she goes to the hotel before she goes to college she wrote everything about her life on the internet everything like telling people that she was going there you know like letting people know that she was going to be there if they wanted to meet up let her know Ooh. well they have only she disappeared no one saw her and they had a video of her in a hotel she walks in and she like looks around and then she like goes to press the buttons and she kept trying to press the buttons and so she walks out and she looks around and the door was just not closing to the hotel like elevator that's very spooky and so she like looks out and you could see like kind of another foot in there and so then she just disappears after that no one saw what happened to her nothing they only had that really creepy video of her like dancing around pretending like she was hiding in the elevator and then just running out and the door elevator door did not close until after she had left it closed and went to another stop which was where she was supposed to go and so they brought dogs in you know and she was actually moved out of her old room that she eventually stayed in because her roommates because that hotel they had girls bunks said that she was crazy and they did not want her in there mm-hmm. so they moved her to a separate room and so they had the dogs like go try and find her and what they found was that the dogs stopped at the fire escape on that floor right next to the elevator Ooh. so they were like what the heck happened to her like this is weird like she just disappeared out of thin air and people on the internet were like well what if someone kidnapped her took her out of the fire escape and left and mind you that hotel is a lot of murderers like that's like the murderer's vacation spot this podcast got a lot darker than i thought it was me yeah welcome to the channel everyone <laughs> and so they like went to find her and they couldn't and so one day people in the hotel were like the water tastes disgusting and it's brown like it was like a murky brown why would you so drink the, the maintenance guy goes up the top of the lid was off and there he found her body oh okay well yeah that's the end of the podcast everyone <laughs> well i'm going to continue telling you the story after this is done yeah if you would like to hear the rest of the episode tune in next time okay peace out everybody bye